0: praise the Lord. Good morning. I'm running a little bit late for services today. Um, we, had, we had a wonderful day yesterday. Um, we were at the suicide walk and um, it was awesome. Lots and lots of people turned out. And, um, with all of that, the suicide walk uh, with a, uh, a recovery program. So we had lots of agencies that showed up to, to support that. So praise the Lord that, that they, they all showed up and many, many, many teams and, and uh, a, a lot of folks that uh, needed that services came. So we praise God for that. It's wonderful to see. Today, I just want to welcome you back to another exciting message and on spiritual awareness with Pastor Davenport. If you're new to our broadcast, we are an Arizona 501c3 nonprofit prayer ministry. I emphasize that. This is a prayer ministry broadcast. We are a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light, a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ both from Gospel of Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona, as well as from this worldwide broadcast studio here in Fort Mojave, Arizona. where I now broadcasting to over 18 countries around the world. So wherever you may be listening to today to the sound of my voice, I want to welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. I'm Pastor Davenport, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. Twice every week, I'll be presenting a brand new message from God's Word. Sometimes I'm a little late getting it on the air, um, but I'm always here on Wednesdays and on Sundays. We love you, and 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 we'd love to uh, have you send in a, a uh, either I, I uh, email us uh, or uh, send in a letter and. Let us know about your prayer requests or how we're doing on the, on the broadcast. This started out as God uh, gave us a message that there was going to be a great spiritual awakening for all of us as Christians. And that there would be a great spiritual awakening in the churches around the world. And I believe that that's gonna to come to be. I know that in America today, we have that need to wake up the churches, to wake up the many ministries in, in, in every denomination and in every belief. God needs to shake them and wake them up for what's coming. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, our Savior, we come before you, Lord, humbled. Humble. And praying, Lord, for our countries around the world. As we come, asking nothing except repentance for each and every soul that prayeth, Lord. He's asking for repentance first and foremost. To say to you, Lord God, we are sorry that we sinneth and asking for forgiveness. If we've offended any, we ask that we bring no harm If we've hurt someone by speech, by action, as we ask them to forgive us. And if someone has hurt us, we too ask them to forgive us and we forgive them. For this is the way of the Lord. This is his teaching. Be with us through this time as we study and we hear your words, here Spiritual Awareness. In Jesus' name we pray, lifting up each and every person, each and every person that has sent in a prayer request for healing, whether it be for financial, health, marital, no matter what their need is, whether it's for addiction, we lift up Brother Ray, Sister Rosie, Sister Jeannie, Sister Judy's family, Brother Al's family, Romy. Each and every person we lift up today. I can go on with the list of names. take up most of the broadcast, but Lord, you know who they are. We lift them up today in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. If you have your Bibles, I'd like you to turn with me, please, to Mark chapter 16 Mark chapter 16 Mark chapter 16 as we talk about healing and deliverance if divine healing in, is controversial healing and deliverance is twice as controversial you know I challenge you to co- come back to this broadcast and listen in on another Sunday because today is going to be a is like 40 acres of garlic and two rows of onions You know, I've done this sermon once before, but I I felt with the way things are going in America today, I might want to do it once more. You know, when you talk about supernatural deliverance, we talk about demonstrating the power of God. You know, right now, our, our... our children are out there dressing in, in Gothic, you know, with, with black fingernails, black lipstick, you know, they, their eyes are all darkened like zombies, excuse me, like the Walking Dead. Demonstrating the power of, of demons to possess human beings. There's movies out there: The Walking Dead. Hollywood producers are are, are are just more and more helping out the devil. You know, we used to think in in our day that The Exorcist was was this this god awful movie, but yet commonplace now, or even more uh, graphic and 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 even worse movies are out there every day. We're seeing movies that, that depict the demon, devil uh, and demons possessing human beings. But I tell you today, if the church of Jesus Christ shows that there is real devil, it's time that we speak out. Speak out that there really is a devil and there really are demons that are assigned to countries, to states, to counties, to individual towns, to individual families, and to individuals to possess them, that the devil is the commander of a highly organized supernatural force of principalities and powers of fallen angels and of demons where their objective is to destroy you to destroy your church and if the church is brazen enough to to imply that Satan is alive and can be in the church and might even be in you then that's really controversial Read your Bible. And I'm telling you this morning that all of those things are true. There are demons and principalities, I'm going to say it again, that are assigned to nations, to families, and to individuals. Yeah, I know that you say (laughs) I know that you said it before. Oh my gosh, that person is demon-possessed. Amen? There are two things that Satan hates. He hates to be exposed. And he hates to be expelled. And God's Word, listen to me, God's Word commands that the church do both. That we not only expose the devil, but we expel him at the same thing. Jesus did it. Say that with me. Jesus did it. And you should do it too. The fact that we haven't done it simply means that the that that most churches are too cowardly to preach the word of God and too weak to practice the gospel as it is written by God's grace you should do both you should expose the devil where the devil is and expel the devil, when you find it. Glory to God. This is the word of God. And that is what's going on in America today. There was a contractor who who built an addition on a church. And the church failed to pay him. And knowing where the light switch was, he went to the church after renting uh, himself a red fluorescent glows-in-the-dark devil suit. And he put on that red fluorescent devil suit, went to the church, went directly to the electric panel, turned off all the lights, uh, and then leaped out on the stage in the devil suit. Now, those spiritual giants began to stampede for the back door. One old man who was overcome by the stampede crowd knocked to the floor, filled his hands and and said, Mr. Devil, Mr. Devil, Mr. Devil, he said, I want you to know I've thought that (laughs) I thought that that, that, that you and, and boys, I, I've been here for 50 years. I've served as deacon for 35 years. I've even filled in the pulpit. But I was on your side all the time. You see, that describes many Christians I know. We're talking about health. And healing and deliverance today. Here's a very penetrating verse of Scripture Mark 16, verse 17 and 18. Read it with me. Mark 16, verse 17 and 18. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Read it with me, won't you? Ready? And these signs will follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with a new tongue. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink Any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Now let's say it again. And these signs will follow them that believe. Glory to God. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. And they shall take up serpents. And if they drink of any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. They shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Glory to God. These are four things Jesus said believers would do who practice the authority of His name. Now, Luke's Gospel, chapter 4, verse 40. Luke's chapter 4, verse 40. Now, when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with them, Diverse diseases brought them unto him. And he laid his hands on every one of them. And he healed them. He healed them. One Demons also came out crying. Thou art the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuked them and suffered them not to speak. They, the evil spirits, knew he was Christ maybe maybe it's time listen to me maybe it's time that all christians together in america laid hands upon america's soil and cast out the demons that have come to take over america maybe it's time my fellow christians that we laid hands upon this nation and drove out the demons, the principalities of darkness that have taken over our country. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen, glory to God. I'm telling you, there there has been evil spirits, principalities of darkness, demons, that have taken over this country. And it is time, it is time that we, as God's own prayed, and release this country from the hands of those demons and principalities of darkness that have taken over this country. Somebody lift your hands to heaven and shout amen. Glory to God. This Sunday morning I want to share with you the message of healing and deliverance. Because they go together hand in glove. And you cannot cover the topic of healing without talking about deliverance father in the name of jesus help us to see the truth of the word and open us that we might receive of the holy ghost this morning in jesus name we pray now i want you to begin with this fact there is a very real devil And his objective is to rob, to kill, and to destroy. Say that with me. To rob, to kill, and to destroy. The devil is the supernatural commander-in-chief of hell's legions. And it's described as in Ephesians 6. And Jesus is in his lifetime had a very real combat experience with the evil one this deceiver the Bible calls Satan I want you to understand it was a very real devil who entered the Garden of Eden and seduced Adam and Eve into rebellion against God it was a very real devil that tempted Jesus in the wilderness John the Revelator wrote about a very real devil in Revelations 12 and 9 Saying that old serpent, that devil, say it with me, that old serpent, the devil, in medieval theater, the devil was presented as a, a mythological character, someone with horns and a tail and a red suit. And so the myth of Satan has moved into the 21st century. But I want you to understand that, <coughs> excuse me, the word of God exposes him for who he really is. His personality, his method, and his agenda. So let me first say, mister, that Satan is not a myth. He's very real. He wants to destroy your health. He wants to destroy your peace of mind. He wants to destroy your relationship. He wants to control your emotions. He wants to destroy your finances. He wants to destroy your marriage. Your addictions. He wants you to be filled with bitterness, anger, hatred, and jealousy. He wants to uh, devastate your whole life. He wants to destroy this church. Jesus says, the only protection, the only protection, listen to me here. Jesus says the only protection you have from this monster is the authority of his name. The word of God and the blood of the cross. If you don't have Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. If you do not recognize the sovereignty of God. If you cannot believe in the word of God. If you do not believe in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, you will, listen, you will be mastered by the evil spirits or the demons and principalities of darkness. It's a guarantee according to God's holy word. Now, continuing. What? Is your enemy today. The Bible says Satan is a liar. And he's the father of all lies. The Bible says thou shalt not bear false witness. When you lie, you are being controlled of an evil spirit. The Bible says all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. There's no such thing as a little white lie. I just told you a little bitty lie. Listen to me, church. A little bitty lie will send you to a a, a red-hot living big hell. When someone lies about you, they are doing the work of the devil. Well, I just wanted to tell, I, I just wanted to make them feel good, so I just told them a little white lie. That little white lie will send you to a great big Red-hot, living hell. When someone lies about you, they are doing the work of the devil. The man said, Preacher, the devil doesn't scare me. I said, No, I wouldn't think you'd be afraid of someone you know so well. Someone you know so well. You see, Satan is an accuser of the brethren. When you accuse a brethren or a sister in Christ, you have become the devil's advocate. You are bitterly, literally, a satanic evangelist destroying the life of another person. When you say something negative or hateful about someone, you have fundamentally cursed that person. When you say something negative about your son or your daughter, you're stupid, you're dumb, you can't learn anything, you never amount to anything what you are doing is placing a spoken curse upon that your children their lives it's spiritual it's supernatural and it can destroy their future stop it stop it in jesus name speak life into your son speak hope unto your daughter speak inspiration Unto them. Speak the love of God unto them, and then out of your house, ready to conquer the world. In Jesus' name. The Bible says Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. Now that's out of the Bible. Think about it. Satan transforms himself into an angel of light, he is a master of deception. He controls preachers who preach what Paul calls another gospel. I want you to hear this today. Any gospel, any gospel that tells you how to get to God, the Father, or heaven without Jesus Christ is another gospel. It's a counterfeit gospel. It's a living lie. There are many preaching around America in the name of god a, a lot of it has little to do with god the bible says there is but one medit- uh, meditation between uh, mediator excuse me between god and man and that is the lord jesus christ the bible says no man comes to the father save through the son listen to me church you can't get to god save through jesus christ he is the Son of the living God. He is the bright and the morning star. He is the bread of life. He is the meat of man and the living water. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the authority has been given to Him over heaven and in earth. He is the Lord of lords and the King of gifts. And He is the glory to God. He is worthy of our praise. Now somebody, lift your hands to heaven and give Him glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody shout amen this morning. Give him praise. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb of God. Give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Continuing, you see, Satan transforms himself into an angel of light, presenting himself even as Jesus. A woman told me this story. She went to visit her brother, who was in the hospital dying of AIDS. He said with a weak voice, I saw Jesus last night. And she said, I, t- I looked at his face, and there was no peace. There was no peace upon his face. I said, did you see his nail-scarred hands? He leaped up, as weak as he was, and he cursed me. Like a demon from hell, he began to curse me. Violence written all over him. He had seen a radiant creature, but it was not Jesus Christ. There are people all over the world now writing books. And there are people all over the world testifying how they've seen Jesus Christ. My my question to you is which Jesus? Which Jesus have you seen? Did you see the son of the living God with scars in his hands? Did you see the luminous creature that was an agent of hell sent to destroy you with deception? Satanists can call it the serpent. The serpent is a cinnamon from death. Death is the opposite of life. (coughs) Excuse me. Good health and healing. Jesus Christ said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Say that with me. I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Moses said, I have set before you life and death. Choose life that you may live. Before the service is over, this broadcast, I'm going to give you each that are listening to the sound of my voice the opportunity to choose between life and death, between liberty and a life of bondage with the devil. Some of you will choose bondage because you don't want to admit that there's an area of your life that's under the control. Of a foreign spirit listen to me here Jesus is 25 percent of his ministry was predicted to be in the control of evil spirits and he was talking to a normal Jewish people who who went to synagogue every Friday who tithed up to 30 percent of their income and who were very righteous and clean living ordinary wholesome people yet jesus recognized the power of satan to control an area of their life there was only one person in the bible that jesus ever met who was totally totally mastered by an evil spirit and that was the dynamic of Didera. and he was in the asylum of his day which was the cemetery of chains that was the old testament asylum for those who were insane Or Beside themselves and Jesus controlled those evil spirits by the spoken word. I Want you to understand God does not tell us to interview Satan or to interview demon spirits We have the authority to cast them out with a word and they're gone and broken by the power of Jesus Christ Give God praise today. Glory to God lift your hands to heaven and shout. Amen Satan is not only a serpent. He's not only a liar. He's not only an accuser. He's not only a messenger that presents himself as an angel of light. He's a roaring lion. A lion controls by fear and intimidation. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear. Say that with me. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Jesus said, fear not. I am the first and the last. I was here before the devil got here, and I'll be here long after he's gone. I'll be in control when he and all his imps are in the bowels of hell forever. Jesus said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. You mention the name of Jesus Christ, and the demons in hell tremble with fear. Mention the name of Jesus Christ, and you have power over death, hell, and the grave. You mention the name of Jesus Christ that is above every name, and you will release the supernatural power over principalities of darkness. You mention the name of Jesus Christ because there is no other name given among men whereby we might be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Other than the name of Jesus Christ. He is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the fairest of 10,000. He is the fourth one in the furnace. The King of all kings. The Lord of lords. And he's coming again with power and great glory. Can you give him praise this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He is going to rule on the throne of his father. The earth does not belong to Satan. It does not belong to the powers and the principalities of darkness. It belongs to the prince of Jesus. (laughs) He's coming back soon to rule and to reign and to praise God. Give him praise and glory. Jesus. Jesus confessed that Satan had a kingdom. He has a kingdom that is united and under his authority. In Matthew 12, verse 25, Jesus said, Every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Are you listening to me, America? In Matthew 12, verse 25, Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings said, Every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. I say it again, every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. If the body of Christ be divided, it will not stand. And then he said, if Satan drives out Satan, he is against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? There are three points in that verse. First, that Satan has a kingdom. Secondly, that that kingdom is united under his command. Thirdly, that kingdom has not been overthrown. Jesus defeated Satan at the cross. And that that victory is ours. Are you listening? That victory is ours. But his kingdom with its powers and principalities is still very much intact. Paul said in Ephesians 6 and 12, for our fight, listen to it, In Ephesians 6 and 12, write it down and go back to it later and read it. Ephesians 6 and 12. For our fight, literally, a life and death struggle is not against the physical enemy. He said, for our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers and the principalities of darkness. Listen to me. Christians around the world our fight is not with flesh and blood it is with principalities and powers of darkness that are taking over the world that are taking away they're in the it, they are in the persons that are in the leadership of our countries we're seeing that right now our president here in this country not not just the other day was on television and he said i'm you know, my staff uh, that I have to answer to said I can't answer questions. I have to turn and walk away uh, as soon as I've finished. So basically, our president said he was a puppet. He's not in control as 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 the president. I'm sorry, I, I don't want to get political. But are you not listening? He said, "For our flight is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers and principalities." of darkness we are up against unseen powers that control this dark world paul said and the spiritual agents from the very headquarters of sin you are in a life and death struggle with a supernatural enemy who wants to destroy your health your peace of mind your marriage your children your finances and your your dreams your church And if you don't know that he exists, and if you don't know, if you don't realize what's going on, how to fight him, you will be lost. You will be lost. Many of the churches in America are powerless because they have rejected, they have rejected the supernatural power of God. We are in a supernatural battle, a warfare against the powers and the principalities of darkness of the devil. And we are in a carnal church of greasy grace and the gospel lace. In other words, all that gold, all that that, that stuff that they put in the church just to make you put in more money in the offering tray. We do bazaar, bingo, brotherhood barbecues, of which all have their place in fellowship. But you need to know that the devil isn't afraid of the church who knows how to eat barbecue in the backyard. He's afraid of a church who knows how, in Jesus' name, and by the authority of God's word and the blood of the cross, to expose him and to expel him, And how to testify about Him. You should do that. In every church service. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Should be the Lord. Of the church. He is the Christ. That sits at the right hand. Of God the Father. He is the Christ. That died. And was resurrected on the third day. And he is the Christ that we serve. And that very statement irritates the very powers and the principalities of hell itself. And they are trying to destroy you and your church. Now listen carefully. Satan is the mastermind of control while I'm speaking to you right now. The Bible says Satan takes the minds of men and women and and, and tries to control them. Lest they hear the glorious the glorious words of the gospel and they be converted or delivered from satan's grasp i want you to understand this morning that brilliant men and women come to the to the house of god and they hear a simple gospel sermon and they go home confused and and simply do not have the ability to absorb it that's because devil Has their mind captured. Because they're lost. They've lost a supernatural battle that happened. (coughs) Excuse me. Why the word of God was going forth. That's happening in some of, of your lives. Right now right now out there when you're listening to this broadcast because you're struggling to the dimensions of healing and and, and the dimensions of liberty a dimension of peace and you're wrestling with that idea that, that there's something in your life not surrendered to Jesus Christ I tell you today every area of your life that has not been surrendered to Jesus Christ is under the control of the of the prince of darkness, and you need, you need to get rid of it. You can have the health and the healing and the peace and the power of a resurrected son of God if you give him that, if you'll just give him all your life. And let me tell you why. God has called us here today. You are here in the place at this very specific moment listening to this broadcast in this very specific time for a supernatural purpose that purpose only known by God the Father and I began today by saying that there are demons that are assigned to nations, assigned to governments, assigned to families, and that are assigned to individuals. And I said that to say this. Jesus Christ heals completely through the supernatural. When you begin to believe, when you begin to believe that you can be set free, I want you to understand, Satan is a murderer from the beginning, and his desire is to rob, kill, and destroy you. He is a roaring lion, seeking who he might devour. And if you go around with that mentality, the devil is some mighty theological character that doesn't exist, he's got you. He's already got you. If you are naive enough to believe that if Satan won't bother you, if you don't bother him, you are simply beyond the knowledge of God. Now I'm sharing it with you today. Something that will give you power and the ability to walk in the infested world with an anointing and with a place of divine healing like nothing you have ever seen or ever known. It is the living power of the Word of God. It is the kingdom of God coming nearer to you today. I want you to listen to this. If you have the knowledge that demons exist, if you have the understanding that demons' spirit have a will, And if you have Jesus Christ in your heart, if you're ready, I'm going to give you that knowledge right now. In Mark chapter 5 says, Jesus had just cast demons out of the dynamic of Gadaro. And the demons prayed to inhabit a body. And the Bible says in Mark 5, And there were in the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. All the demons spoke to Jesus, Let us go unto that herd of swine. And Jesus gave them the ability to do so. They went into that herd of swine. And the Bible says they violently ran down the hill and drowned themselves. They jumped off of a cliff. Biggest case of devil ham you ever saw in all your life demons can speak demons have a will demons have emotions demons have knowledge in Mark chapter 1 verse 23 there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit and he saw Jesus and he said leave us alone they speak Jesus cast out demons he commands us to do the same the word of God simply says that these supernatural beings do exist. Now, how do you recognize them in your life? The rule is that any area in your life that is compulsive, any area of your life that is out of control, any area of your life that you feel driven—you're talking about an evil spirit. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. Say that with me: Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. Satan, Satan. The Bible says, drives his people. Isaiah said, the wicked one are like the troubled sea that can't rest. Get a hold on that on that phrase. They cannot rest. Say that with me. They cannot rest. When you cannot rest and your behavior is compulsive and it's obsessive and it controls you, you're not talking about the infilling of the Holy Spirit here. Fear, anxiety, worry, stress, fear of the past, fear of the future, fear of health, fear of death. And yet Americans are obsessed with the macabre. The bloodier, the more grotesque, obsessed with Satanism, the occult, astrology, witchcraft, and the power of the new age. Listen to me today. New age is not new. It's been around for for a thousand years. And, st- and staring into a crystal will not give you power. It will not heal you. It will not give you eternal life. The Bible says, Whosoever believes will live, and whosoever believeth not shall not live. You have a choice. You have a choice today. You can live or you can perish. Which one will you choose? You can have eternal life with God. Or spend an eternity in, in fire and damnation. The Bible says in Romans six and twenty three, for the wages of sin is death. Say that with me, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. One of Satan's Satan's greatest weapon is hatred. Hatred of any kind is a demon spirit. The hatred most manifested in America is racial hatred. The hatred of black people, the hatred of white people, the brown people, the yellow people, of red people, the hatred of the Jewish people, that is a demon spirit. Why? Satan wants the human race is divided in itself into a like wolves because he can control those who survive. I want you to hear this today. God loves all of us. Satan hates all of us. So you better get on God's side and love everyone. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in the sight of Jesus. I'm talking about emotions today. Emotional sense that that you are constantly replaying in your mind. Bitterness that is deep seated against your mother or your father, a sister or brother. (coughs) Someone you counted as a friend and then hurt you. You cannot forget it you will not forgive it. If you don't forgive, neither will Jesus forgive you. The Bible says, if you won't forgive others, God will not forgive you. Jesus says, if you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father. If you are embittered, hold resentments, anger, and hatred, you need to be freed that the power of the Lord Compulsive worry, a sense of rejection, a lack of confidence, massive insecurity. I want you to hear me today. You are a child of God. You have been created a little lower than the angels in heaven. You are special. You are loved. A royal blood of heaven flows through your veins. God did not and does not create junk. You are a champion in the size of God. You are somebody. God loves you. God and Jesus loves you. The church loves you. Lift up your head and and rejoice and live your life with joy because God loves you and Jesus Christ. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for Jesus. You know, I want to talk about evil spirits in your thought life, in your fight life. Unbelief is is a byproduct of evil spirit. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Say that with me. (laughs) Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You say, preacher, if everybody who doesn't have faith are God's blacklist, that's a lot of people. Listen to this verse in, in Revelations 21. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the the, the abominable and the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, the gossipers, and the liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. This is not a good list. And God starts it off by saying the fearful and the unbelieving will live forever by God's command in the place called hell. Unbelieving is a spirit that is skeptical and every move of God, unbelief, criticizes. Unbelief, belittling every move of the Holy Spirit. Unbelief kills revivals, fire in the church. Unbelief spreads the virus of doubt. Unbelief gives the spirit. Unbelief is straight out of hell itself. Unbelief is designed to destroy the miracle of faith that God intended us to have. I'm talking about the thought, doubt, undecision, procrastination. The Bible says, now is the day of salvation. Say that with me. Now is the day of salvation. God's word is now. Satan's word is tomorrow. Dynamic activities through addiction. Remember, anything that controls you does not come from God. Drugs is straight out of hell. Where do you stand? Where do you stand today? I'm talking about illegal drugs that fry your brain, destroy your body, alcohol. If you're an alcoholic, where do you stand today with God? Oh, you can cover it up. You can hide it. You can say, oh, I only have a beer now and then. But then that one beer turns into a six-pack, a 12-pack, a 30-pack. Pretty soon, your whole check is gone. You just lay up drunk. Are you hearing me? Your children, your children uh, uh, around the country, or being murdered by the demons of drugs, alcohol, and fornication. And every one of you who know that it's going on, the guilty, God's eyes, are the murder of the first degree because you're allowing your children to do it. Listen to me. You can be saved today. You can be saved today. You can let those principalities, you can release them. You can release them from your body, your mind, and your spirit, your soul. You can tell the devil to be gone in the name of Jesus. It's very easy. You don't have to live that life anymore. You can tell the devil to go in Jesus' name. Right where you are, if you're in the kitchen, your living room, no matter where you are, you can turn that into an altar. You don't need to be in the church, walking down the aisle, all the pomp and circumstance. Right where you are, you want to light a candle, you light a candle. You want to make the sign of the cross, you make the sign of the cross. But today, if you're in the sound of my voice, it's time we cast out that demon, that principality of darkness, that devil himself. Right now we're going to take, we're going to grasp Jesus. We're going to just surround ourselves with the angels of the Lord. It's time. You say to me, Pastor, I've been drug addicted for, for years. I've, I've been an alcoholic for years. I, I, I've I been living in fear. I've been walking with that demon of fear. I've had hatred for my ex or whatever that may be for years. And I just can't get over the past. The past has haunted me for years. Right now, we're going to cast out that devil, that devil that keeps you from moving on. And you're going to do it right now. I want you to clear your mind. And I want you to put whatever that is. If it's alcohol, I want you to visually put that that right there in front of you right now. If it's drugs, I want you to put that right now. If you're addicted to heroin, whatever it may be, I want you to visually put that needle, that hyperdemic, that however you do it, whatever it may be that, that's keeping you from Jesus, I want you to me- mentally put that right in front of you on a table, right in front of you on the altar of God right now. Put that right there. Just visually look at it, and it's, it's sitting right there on the altar of God. I want you to see Jesus in His white robe. I want you to v- visualize His hands right there in front of you with the nail-scarred hands. Visualize it right now as we speak. You can see Jesus out holding out His hands, showing you the nail-scarred hands. And as you put that, that six-pack of beer or that, that needle, that hypodermic needle on the altar in front of you, If you put all that hate, it's just going to be formed as, as just a black cloud of hate right there before Jesus. Jesus has taken it right now in the name above all names. The Lord of Lords is standing in front of you right now. He's taken that black cloud of hatred out of you right now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. God, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, that roaring lion of Jesus, that tribe of Judah, Is removing that hatred from you. That black cloud of hatred is coming out of you right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. (coughs) Glory to God. He's taking it away from you right now. Right now. Now I want you to repeat this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, say it with me right now. Say it with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I give you my addiction. Say it with me. Say it loud and say it with faith. Lord God, I give you my addiction. I release. (coughs) Forgive me. I release my addiction to you, Jesus. I want you to say this. Devil, get behind me. Get out of my body, my mind, my spirit, and my soul. And I feel that with Jesus. I feel it with the Holy Spirit. I invite you in. I know, Lord, I've been a sinner. But I've released all that. And I infill me. I infill my spirit with that which is good. And I release my addictions to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need you to do this by faith, my friends. By faith. I cast out the devil. Say it with me I cast out the devil. Glory to God. I cast out the devil. I cast out his imps. I cast out his principalities and darkness out of my body, my mind, my spirit, my soul. Jesus, bring me thy love. Bring me thy love, O oh Lord. I know you died for my sins. And I know you rose back on that third day, Lord God. <laughs> Lord, I die, I die of my sins. I die of my sins, Lord. And I pray, raise me, raise me back a new creation. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Come into my heart and fill me. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. My brother, my sister, say amen and amen. Glory to God. Now you listen. If you said that prayer, I need you to get out and find you a Bible believing church. A Bible believing church. Because you just said those words. And you're a brand new creation in Jesus Christ. And you need that fellowship. You need that fellowship. I want you to burn whatever's in that house that caused that addiction. I want you to throw it out. Earnestly throw it out. Faithfully throw it out. You got booze in that house. You dump it in the sink. You get it out of that house. You got drugs in that house. Get rid of it. Go find you a Bible-believing church. Tell them you're a brand new Christian and you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. I encourage you. I encourage you, my friend. You get out there and you find you a Bible-believing church real quick. You tell them you're a recovering addict and you find somebody that does Celebrate Recovery and you get in there and you start studying the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you, welcome you to the family of God. Praise Jesus, praise Jesus. (coughs) Forgive me, I'm in the studio, they're doing remodeling. (coughs) I think there's some insulation dust. That's why I've been doing the services from my office. But today I want to thank you, thank you all. Forgive me for being late with my broadcast this morning, but it's been a wonderful weekend. Lots of people coming to the Lord. Praise Jesus. Now, with that, I pray that uh, y'all will seek out our website and make a donation to, uh, to Spiritual Awareness. You can find it on the website. If you're listening by Spotify, And, you know, you have to go to uh, the website. If you listen on Apple or one of the other venues, go to the original website and seek us out on Apple. Or, I mean, on Anchor, excuse me, um, or Spotify. And seek out the website. Make a donation. Keep us on the air. God love you. God love each and every one of you. We have so much work to do. Brothers and sisters, we have so much work to do as prayer warriors. Salvation of the lost, we're running out of time before the Lord comes. We need to find as many as we can and get them saved. I ask your blessings. Pray for me, pray for the broadcast, pray for each other. With that, may the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you. He brings us back together Listen in on Wednesday We love each and every one of you God bless you